Mm-hmm. Hey, thanks again to Dan Richardson for buying a little time on the show to give dog owners some tips for the hot summer months. Remember, guys, if your dog is outside playing in the heat, give it a little rest time. Don't let it run around full speed for as long as it wants. It'll yeah. tire itself out and dehydrate itself. Especially puppies. They don't know when to stop. And if your puppy is continuing to play outside, maybe you have to take the responsibility to make it rest. Maybe you have to be smarter than a puppy. I... I'm not smarter than a puppy. I'm not cuter than a puppy. Yes, you are. Ah! There you go. A Mission Impossible review. <laughs> That's what you wanted out hey, of the show, right? Do you like movies? <laughs> this you guess good one. It's good one. I could do Thumbs I up. could do your job. You could do my job. <laughs> <laughs> this is We Have Concerns. Hi, Jeff Canada. Hi, Anthony Carboni. Hello, concerned citizens. I could not. <laughs> you don't want to do my job. Nope. Um, speaking of things that can do things, we've talked a lot on this show about animal intelligence. Yeah. We are believers that animals are smarter than we give them credit for. Yes. We probably shouldn't be murdering them at such high rates and putting them in cages and being uh, or maybe, other dicks to them. Or maybe they're smarter than they let on. And we should be murdering them. Mm, that's a good point. Undecided. That's a good point. Well, maybe this article will help you uh, decide because this article was sent to us by Corey Davis. Thanks, Corey. Yeah, thanks, Corey. You sent it into uh, wehaveconcernsshow at gmail.com. Uh, our subreddit also works, wehaveconcerns.reddit.com. And this is an article about an intelligence test that was given to a crow. Crows are super smart. Crows, Crows are, are going to pass any test you give to them. That's why that Bl- Brandon Lee movie is about the smartest man. It's about this very intelligent yeah. superhero uh-huh. who solves crimes with his mind. That's I why. Granted, I have not seen it in a while. <laughs> it's been a long time since I watched The Crow, but that's... I'm that, pretty sure that's what it's about. That tracks. Yeah. That sounds right. No, uh, crows and blackbirds, any bird that seems menacing uh, in any way is usually super fucking intelligent, and you right. are right to feel menaced. <laughs> that's that's why they, they've actually figured out a way to seem menacing, and are just putting that on. They remember people. <laughs> Do. They remember people. Yeah. They can, like, they see if you do wrong, if you do a crow wrong, it knows. And it can, it remembers you. And it's like, fuck that guy. Even uh, worse, it, like, keeps a ledger. Yeah. It, it keeps a ledger of people it's going to peck. It's got, it's, it's you're going in my order. book. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. That one was bad. It <laughs> was good. That's your one. I led you down a whole path to get there. That's your one. <laughs> and I did not prepare that in advance, I will say. Uh, okay. So, this test is going to blow your mind, I think. It's an eight-stage test. Well, not really. It's an eight-stage puzzle that's part of one test. And the end result is the crow gets a little morsel of food. So it goes through an extraordinary amount of effort to get tiny morsel of Sounds food. Sounds like maybe they're not as smart as we think. <laughs> Either that or they were starving this crow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one or the other. Because, like, listen, if, if I'm a crow and there's, like, a pinhead style puzzle box yeah to get into this thing to get like one morsel of food like i might just fly off into the woods and find some fucking food <laughs> yeah. well you know? clearly this guy was not allowed to fly off okay i think this is a captive uh captive wild crow so okay but it can't oxymoron. pick locks it can't pick locks i'm just yet. trying to figure out like where we're at with this crow <laughs> and its intelligence well i'll explain the test so there was a tiny morsel of food inside a very deep container 
uh, and it couldn't reach the food to, to pull it out. But there was a, a tiny little a stick hanging from a rope. So the first thing that the crow did was it grabbed the rope, it pulled up the rope and got the stick out of the rope and then used the stick to try to reach in and grab the morsel of food. Ah, but the stick was too short. So what it realized is it needed a longer stick. Well, there is a longer stick inside another container and that container is spring-loaded and then you need to put enough weight on the top to push it down to open up the, con- the compartment with the long stick in it. Okay. There are three rocks in three other containers that can be reached with the small stick. So the crow took the small stick, reached into the container, and pried out one of the rocks, got the rock, picked up the rock, dropped it into the spring-loaded container. It wasn't heavy enough to release the longer stick. So it repeated the process two other times, got the other two rocks, took each rock, put it on the the trap door that was spring-loaded. Finally, that was heavy enough to open the container. It got the larger stick, picked up the larger stick, went over to the morsel of food, pried it out, and ate it. This entire test was designed by Tim Schafer and the good people at Double Fine. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of LucasArts shit that was going on. <laughs> the, the, that crow was clicking on a lot of items. It was yeah. just fine to try to find It was just randomly right clicking. Like, that crow didn't solve anything. <laughs> it was just like, okay, this is all they're giving me. If I just keep clicking this in a different order, it'll yeah. eventually let me through. Uh, so, crow, that's fucking crazy. Crazy, right? That is crazy. Um, but at the same time... Once again, if this crow is not being held in some sort of area, I, I don't know why I would do it. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, this well, is, clearly this is, it was super hungry. Okay. It wanted, but it did at the end. It did bow and go. Yeah. <laughs> it, it basically just stared at a one-way mirror, <laughs> which it didn't like. The scientist never gave any indication that there was anything watching from behind the mirror. Oh, but somehow the crow knew. somehow looked right into the lead scientist's eyes and just stared. Just stared at slowly it. Slowly chewing. <laughs> Just like what's next? Yeah. What's that next? That's the best you got, fucker. Yeah. yeah. You can you can you can you can never break me. <laughs> you can give me test after test. I will never break. And then the the crow took the sticks and spelled out you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and just kept slowly chewing. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. I, it shows and a remarkable I think level of problem solving that is uniquely intelligent and crazy it's amazing that the the bird can hold all those things in its head at the same time right that it can understand that you have to apply this to that in order to get a completely different result right because that's that's the type of intelligence that we are least likely to ascribe to animals when we're talking about animals is this is this logical reasoning this um, this sort of predictive, like cognitive, right? Okay, I'm going to think three steps ahead. Exactly. This isn't going to work. Okay, let me think three steps ahead another way. And we we don't really let animals have that. Yeah, and it and it kind of blows my mind that they do have that. And if there's a video of the bird doing this, and you can watch it, and there are moments when it stops and just thinks. It's just looking and thinking, and. I've never seen an animal do that. I mean, I've seen a dog do the opposite of that. Right. (laughs) I mean, I've seen a dog sit and think. Like, I've seen my dog sit and think, but it doesn't come up with anything. (laughs) Yeah. It sits, it thinks, and then it it shits on something. Yeah, like, I can tell he's really thinking, but nothing's going to come of it. (laughs) 
like no he doesn't get anything out of that he just gets more and more confused right um there is a part in the video i think where you can where you can watch the bird like audibly sigh <laughs> Like maybe <laughs> yeah. it's like maybe it it didn't use its skills to the best of its abilities and now its life has gone in a direction that it didn't really want it to go. Yeah, it's sort of like wistfully thinking back to the days when it was freely flying around. And yeah, it's sort of thinking about like plentiful. It's sort of thinking about like how it didn't work hard enough and it, it like sure it only got into a state college and that seemed yeah. kind of insulting at the time. But like he should have put his ego aside and it's gone to school. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He he thinks back to a time when he didn't have to eat food in in morsel sized portions yeah. you know oh, like oh like he talks to his friends it's like oh where are you working like because when they were young and he yeah. and he skipped you know he didn't go to college and he went straight to the morsel experiment yeah everybody was really impressed because they were like oh wow yeah of course dave's really smart of course he goes straight to the morsel experiment we're really impressed with that but then what happens is you top out there's that glass ceiling right and literally then, yeah and then 10 years later uh, there's a glass ceiling and occasionally like you just run into you it run you right into it's it. there <laughs> you don't know because it's, it's so clear um and then he runs into his friends at like wherever you know like the bird bath mm-hmm. and you know all of a hey, sudden it's dave. yeah hey guys hey dave you're back man oh man oh man it's 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 you oh man crusher how are you man oh, i'm doing great you man. big dumb pile of rocks how have you been well you know when we can't all get into the science experiment sure sure <laughs> what are you up to now oh, i'm getting up early you know uh eating a lot uh, mm-hmm. i got a family now built a oh, nest wow. yeah it's great yeah got the wife and, and the squawkers you know someday i'll just have to push them out of the nest but you know doing what i can what about you what about you the life in the big city yeah uh still uh still at the experiment yeah uh yeah just uh plugging away on that you look real thin real scrawny yeah. man you lost some weight uh yeah a little bit you know you, they make you work they make you work for your food oh <laughs> That's wow little... but i bet it's rewarding right it's uh, real rewarding yeah yeah what's that uh i gotta listen man what's that it's, stick you got there yeah it's i get i use it to get a longer stick it's a <laughs> it's like a whole thing listen uh, I got to take off, man, but it was good running into you. Okay. I'll see you. I'll see you later. And then he just kind of flies off slowly. Yeah, you literally took off. And he thinks like, thinks like, man, when did Crusher get more successful than me? Crusher was an idiot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he did everything. He always did everything the way everybody told him. Yeah. Crusher. And now Cr- it's Crusher like. Crusher was a wild man. He was, he was a wild man. He was just so dumb. The idea that he would settle down. He would eat cotton. And just eat things out of the trash. Oh, yeah. yeah. They had such great times together, and, Dave uh, and, and Crusher. Yeah, but he always, like, you know, Dave always thought he was better. That's yeah, the thing. That's and the that's thing. the thing, you know, because, like, hey, a really smart teenage bird, everybody's yeah. impressed. A really smart adult bird, that's expected. Yeah. And if that's all you got, if you tried to, if you tried to get around hard work your whole life, just go straight to the experiment. Ooh, look at me. Yeah, look at me. I'll get morsels without even having to do anything. Yeah. I'll just, they'll just hand them to me because I'm so smart. Yep. That's nope. not how life works. That's not how life works, Nobody's going to just hand you a morsel. No, They're you got to use a, a series stick. of eight-step problems. You got to use a stick, and you got to use that stick to get three rocks to get a longer stick to get the morsel. You know what? That stick is a metaphor for life. Is it? I have lost track of what we were talking about <laughs> because I am more dog than bird. <laughs> That's the real question. <laughs> <laughs> are humans more more dog than bird i think, I think we, we would, might be i think if you give us the opportunity we become more dog in an instant yeah i think we could be more bird we we tend toward dog well i mean but here's the thing so Which is why we like them so much yeah so this is a bird bird's pretty small it's yeah. got a pretty small brain yeah it's thinking it's doing pretty complex tasks yeah things are happening what about all of these animals that have larger more complex brains 
What about these animals that, you know, have brains that are the same size and just as complex? Yeah. What's going on? Are we are underestimating most animals? Are we or, underestimating them or are they underestimating themselves? Uh, are they just not applying themselves? Are I think they, the, the real the, difference between birds and other animals is just work ethic? I think that might be the, I think that might be what we're figuring out right now. Wow. They're the crusher of the animal kingdom. Just having, making families. Yeah. Kind of working hard, plugging away every day. Yeah. You know, maybe not doing things that are flashy or showy. No. Because it's not about that. It's about the work. It's about putting the work in. Yeah. Maybe that's birds. Maybe that is birds. I don't know. I think birds are dumb. I'm going to say it. This bird's not dumb. That bird's not dumb, but like, look, dude, I'm smarter than that bird. Well, you could get that morsel of food out. You just smash the contraption. I mean, I'm also bigger than that bird, so. <laughs> but I, yeah, no, uh, I'm smarter than I think every bird. I'm going to put it out there. I, I feel, I feel I think that's confident hubris. I think that's what that is. That's hubris. That's, that's when I find, I, I come to record another episode, I show up at your house, and you've been pecked to death by 38 angry birds. Well, that's, you And know, usually angry birds just attack pigs, but uh, <laughs> this, these angry birds are attacking you. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't even like that one. Yeah. That, that one I even regret. Uh, but it's like, well, okay, listen, if, a bir- if birds ganged up on me, it's, there's no amount of intelligence that's going to save you, but right? But that's what's smart. That's what's so smart about them is that they're not going to attack you one-on-one. They're not stupid I enough think to think they can. I think most birds would. You think a bird would take you out one-on, would try to attack you one-on-one? That's why they flock together, bro. Yeah, Strength in numbers. But I don't think they attack enough. Well, maybe they do. I don't know. How many birds do you think it would take to take you down? A lot. A lot of birds. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, how many birds? Even, even just two or three birds at once, I'm not staying around getting that fight i'm running i'm a i'm a there was one time i was uh, okay but you are you're in a glass box okay and this is the experiment yeah we're all watching from a one-way mirror there is no running away there's how two many birds how the... many birds does it take to take you down i mean how big is the box uh you've got like let's say you got a thousand square feet a thousand square that's as that's big a as house my apartment yeah it's like a house or an apartment so I, I i can live peacefully with birds in my no apartment. the birds are attacking dude oh how many birds does it take to take you down? And remember, How the many... more birds we put in, the less space you have to maneuver. This is true. I think a lot of, I'd have to have a lot of birds in my apartment. Although I really wouldn't get much sleep with a lot of birds in my apartment. It's not an apartment. Uh-huh. And you're not there to sleep. Right. This is a fight with birds. Do I have video games? No, you've got nothing except I don't have your wits. Okay. And birds I have, attacking. Like, I have my phone. You got nothing. Okay. I have angry birds on my phone is what you're saying. <laughs> No. Okay. Okay. I have nothing. I'm in you a block. Nothing. You're in I'm a in box. I'm in an apartment-sized glass box yeah. with birds. How many birds? Blackland. Let's say they're. Let's do say I have any, crows. Do let's I have say any they're weapons? Crows. Nah, it's just you. And My birds. fists. I'm fist versus bird. Fist versus bird. Um, I don't think. I think I could last against ten birds. I think ten birds or more might get me. But I think lower than ten. I think eight, nine birds. I could just start. Punching and smashing and running. I think if you put me in a situation where I have to fight birds. Right. I think I could take on 20 to 30 birds. 20 to 30 birds? Because I'm immediately, because once you put me in that situation, I'm going for the kill. Right? You know what I think? Because it's going to change your tactics. Because I think you're thinking in terms of like, ah, birds on me, I got to get away. No. 
You're in there to kill birds. It's true. How many birds can you kill before the birds kill you? I think I think I can take out like 30 birds swarming me. Any I, more than that, I'm overwhelmed. When you put it like that, ironically, I think maybe the more birds, the better, because literally just becomes a surface area problem. Right. Because now you can just trap larger amounts of birds. It's almost like a bird suit. Yeah. It's almost like you're wearing a bird suit and if you just flop down on it. Yeah, you just start mashing, bird mash. Yeah, I think I could break their tiny little necks pretty easy. Yeah. That way. Kicking and stomping. Because if you have a, a thousand square feet, there's a lot of places for very few birds to hide. You can maneuver, yeah. And I mean, the thing is that a lot of them, they can fly, they can kind of keep out of, you know, and, and some of them can dive. But I think they're mm -hmm. going with the numbers. I think their strategy is going to be to all just come at you at once. I think that's and cover you and try to, to scratch at you. Yeah. No, I think you're right. And I think that if you started killing them, they might scatter. You know, because like I've seen people yeah. uh, feed pigeons at the park, you know, and they all converge. Right. But then one thing happens. They, they're, they're out of there. They're yeah. scattering. Yeah. And I feel like once you kill. I'm also. Yeah. Because we're also, I think, braver than every bird. That's true. That's true. And maybe. How many birds did it say that these scientists can kill? Uh, this study, I think they murdered a, a, like, a lot of birds. Yeah. Yeah. How I think many? It was a, mostly starvation. That's that <laughs> what they used. <laughs> it seems like one of those experiments where nobody, where no bird had to die. <laughs> I know. And odd, yet, right? odd. And yet, 1,500 birds were killed in this experiment. Somebody <sighs> tweeted at us earlier today, uh, that we talk a lot about these experiments with animals. And he, he tweeted that he has this sneaking suspicion that there are a lot of animals that, that die that we never hear about and i was like that's not a suspicion that's oh, yeah. why we use animals that's the truth yeah 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 uh and so even though this experiment seems like it couldn't like they're just feeding a bird well they wanted to they see they probably how smart... killed uh 200 to 400 birds in this experiment that's oh not yeah true. they didn't they didn't just true. come up with you don't just come up with an eight-step problem for a bird without murdering a lot of birds yeah <laughs> nope. you don't just randomly come up with a, a problem you got to first originally it was birds. a much more deadly obstacle course you got to mash birds into a paste first yeah. <laughs> and then and then you come up with the eight-step problem it was just like a lot of swinging blade pendulums and like there was just a lot of rolling boulders and it was yeah. like a really they had to scale it down i think yeah well the the they thought you know how close is a bird to indiana jones yeah that was the first thesis and they went, you know what? Maybe we should just go with stick and morsel. Yeah. But first it was like pits and uh, leaping over things and rolling boulders. And that's, you know, that's what they call the scientific method, guys. That's what happens. Exactly. You come up with a hypothesis. Mm -hmm. Birds are like Indiana Jones. Right. You test the hypothesis. It doesn't work, but you get new data. You get new data. You kill a lot of birds. Yeah. You, you get, get a lot of bird some corpses. new data. Yeah. I mean, a lot of dead birds and a little new data, and then you start over again. That's right. That is how science works. And Until the bird uprising. Because <laughs> eventually, these birds, we have found that they are so smart, eventually these birds are going to start looking around and being like, every time one of the birds goes that way, they don't come back. Right. It's time to fucking find out who's taking our birds. Which is why, uh, that's why Anthony and I are using this episode to ask someone to get into our thousand square foot glass container with a, an amount of birds that is to be determined Just an amount of birds we we're gonna start small we'll start real small like but like we're gonna work 15. up to figuring out the answer to this problem because that's science uh my dad got caught in a chicken coop when he was a kid what and the like and the roosters and the chickens and they all freaked out and they started like flying around and scratching and tearing at him and stuff and he's afraid of birds even to this day he's like 70 years old still afraid of birds wow he said it was an absolute goddamn nightmare wow he, I, he 
So and, he was like playing, and those are the and those are dumb birds. Was right? he playing near the? Coop? He was playing near the coop. Like yeah. I think he went in for something. It was like on his grandma's farm or something like that. One that and egg, he, and you just yeah, like you go. I don't know. Maybe like they already churned the butter for breakfast. I don't know. My dad <laughs> talks. I don't listen. But he went into uh, a chicken coop, oh, and uh, they all freaked out for whatever reason. And now he's afraid of birds forever. So like. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a cap it at 30 birds. I think it'll be a nightmare, but I think I can do 30. I was uh, I was training for the marathon one time. We were running uh, along this path, um, and we were, I was running with a group, and I was behind some people, and there was a sign that said, uh, beware angry birds. And we thought it was funny because angry birds is a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's and, a joke you made earlier. Yeah, and as somebody ran by it uh, in front of me, <clears throat> a bird swooped down and attacked his head. So I don't, so clear there was a nest nearby or yeah. something. And it was the funniest thing ever because there was a sign and we all read it and we all went, ha ha. And then a bird, like somebody had been attacked enough times in that spot that they put a sign up. It's just what, but it was just one angry bird. Like <laughs> it, pissed it just, off. Beware of Steve is what it says. <laughs> it was Crusher is what it was. It was and he, you know what? He'd had enough. He'd had enough. His marriage had gone to hell. He was just thinking about Dave and the bad decisions he's made in his life. And he wondered when he'd ever see his buddy again. Some runner comes by, and you know what? That's the last straw. Birds. How many birds do you guys think you could take? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Uh, you can let us know on Twitter. I'm at A Carboni. I'm at Jeff Canada. And you can hashtag that longer stick. And hey, are you enjoying the show? Oh, I'm enjoying the show very much. I mean, I know you're enjoying the show. I'm asking if the people listening to the show are enjoying the show. Oh, they can't answer you. They can't. Well, they can. Oh. There's a way that they can answer. Uh, the way that you can answer that you're enjoying the show is to go to iTunes or whatever platform you listen to this podcast on and give it a five-star rating. Yeah, that helps us with discoverability for the show. Yep. It also pushes us up in algorithms and puts us on editors' lists and helps bring new concerned citizens to the community. Uh, so just leave a five-star review. They're also going to ask you to write a review. Oh, you don't have to do that. No one reads those. No, no one reads those. Uh, oh, you know, you, but you can uh, describe Ooh. how many birds you think you could take yeah. in a thousand-foot glass box and what your strategy would be. That's a good one. We need to know strategies and also if you're willing to participate in our experiment. Kind it's of. More of a iTunes waiver. acts as a waiver, yeah. really, in this situation. <laughs>